0: Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Cheyenne Monet.
1: And I'm Matt, and you're listening to Sweet 732, the podcast where life is sweet.
0: And before you do anything, make sure you follow us online at Sweet 732 Pod. And this episode is sponsored by Education Success, which assists high school students with the college application and admission process. They believe that with their assistance, any education goal is obtainable. Alright, let's get into the show.
2: the got you still You graduation just dance with a bounce with a nigga I've been drinking think it's time you romance with a nigga I keep it real chill no my niggas got kind of cocky but you know how I be I just stay low-key I'm on the gas just to make a trip to see what we say
0: it's forever so um for this episode we kind of wanted to dive into what our biggest blessing in disguise is and so just over the years what do we think our biggest blessing in disguise is all right so Matt do you want to start us off
1: yeah um my first first One of my first biggest blessings in disguise, and I've got a plethora, but for the case of being short-winded, I was in college and was working at P.F. Chang's and was just fed up with P.F. Chang's for a bevy of different reasons.
0: Wait, hold on. Can you do the P.F. Chang's sound? (laughs) Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, P.F. Chang's.
1: Now, so I was working at P.F. Chang's, was fed up with working at P.F. Chang's, and one day something happened between me and management over there. I think I needed time off to study for finals, and they weren't going to give it to me. I went over to the Cheesecake Factory, which was down the street literally, and um, had told them that I wanted to look into applying for a position there. They said, "Okay, cool, do you want to do the interview now?" And I said, "All right, fine." but I was young, naive, really emotional at the time because of everything that was going on, and I think the the leadership at Cheesecake leadership, the management at Cheesecake could tell that you know something was going on. And they probably didn't want to take someone on board that had had issues with the management at his existing company, which is understandable from their side. So it didn't work out. But I say it was a big blessing in disguise because at that point, I was kind of forced to, number one, ride out the wave at PF I When I say ride it out, I just mean I left, for lack of a better explanation, and focused on what was more important at the time, which was my education and my future And then from that point on, I realized there's nothing in that, in working in the restaurant industry for me. I didn't want to make a career out of it, and the money wasn't good enough to justify me putting up with the nonsense that came with it. So I say that's my biggest blessing in disguise, because from that day forward, um, I was done with that old part of my life, in terms of my professional life anyway, and I had just completely dedicated my energy and my effort to graduating in four years, which is always a goal of mine, and then ultimately just getting... um, handle on what I thought was going to be my career. So that's my first biggest blessing in disguise. What about you?
0: Yeah, um, I was going to say my biggest blessings are kind of different. So the first one that I had was that I was on this dance team my freshman year at UMD. And I used to dance um, all through middle school. High school, I didn't really dance that much just because I went to a performing arts um middle school that had dance so I did that every day and then once I got to high school I didn't go to a performing arts high school anymore so I didn't really have that opportunity that was free obviously so I didn't really dance but um through high school but I wanted to get back into it so I joined this dance team that was um kind of it was my style you know I felt like I was gonna enjoy it hip-hop it wasn't hip-hop it was modern that was kind of always the thing that I did you know back in the day so um Anyway, I joined this dance team. I'm super excited. And this team really like opened my eyes to how it is with working with working with other students in general, specifically with white students. So I say that for a lot of different reasons. So for example, practice would start at nine o'clock. So, AM, P- no PM. Oh, yeah, nine to eleven PM. So, mind you, also you remember I was working during college too. Right. So right. I had to get up the next morning to go to work. So I really didn't have time to be like playing around with people. So practice is supposed to start at nine o'clock, and I would get there at like eight fifty, 850, eight fifty-five, so I can like you know start stretching and stuff before practice. Well, for whatever reason. We would start 30 to 45 minutes late every day. Hmm. I don't know why. It was just like people decided that they just wanted to sit around and talk and do all this stuff. And I would be like, you know, at first I'm like the new person. So I don't really want to say too much until it happened like two or three practices in a row. And I'm like, all right, y'all want to start late and then y'all want to stay late. Nah, like I can't do that. Like I'm not going to stay past 11 o'clock and I got to go to work in the morning. So that was the first thing I saw. The um, two girls who were in charge of the team who basically, um, so let me back up. So when we went to the audition, they had said like, yeah, if you have other styles you want to bring or if you like choreographing, we would love for you guys to choreograph and stuff like that. So we can have different styles portrayed because all of us do different styles, but we mainly do ballet and modern. So we're not really good at choreographing like hip hop or whatever. So I'm thinking like, okay, well, they have the opportunity for everybody to bring something to the table. Well, what happened was that when other people would bring stuff to the table, they would say, okay, well, you guys can do that, but you have to practice it outside of practice. Like you can't do it in practice if you want to perform it. So it wasn't really like a team where they were allowing people to like contribute to the team like they originally said during auditions. The last thing from this team that really just had me like open my eyes was that there was kind of like a segregation going on. So there was like a good amount of um, black girls on the team. But every dance we did, all of the black girls were all the way in the back. And I don't think I was the best um, dancer on the team. But there was like a few girls who were really, really good who were black. And they were in the back every routine and the girls had you know all the white girls and all their friends were in the front and that just made me it kind of opened my eyes to realize like okay if people are moving like this in college this is how they're going to move in the real world you know they're going to look out for their kind they're going to look out for each other and at the end of the day they're going to push all of us to the back and that kind of just opened my eyes because after I've realized that and sat down and actually did the thought process in my head when I went to work I was like wow, I actually see this at work every day and I wasn't even really realizing it. I was just a little bit too naive to actually realize like, okay, the white people are sticking out for each other and they're pushing each other forward while they're trying to push the rest of us to the back.
1: So, Or if you want to put a positive spin, like we as minorities have got to do better at helping each other and not falling victim to the crab in the barrel.
0: Exactly. So after that, I don't think any of the black girls who were on the team, I don't think any of them came back the next season just because of that reason. It was like, why am I going to continue on this team and I'm not even being really recognized for the talents that I have? Right. So, I don't know. That kind of, I think it was a blessing in disguise, like I said, because it opened my eyes to how people really are and it opened my eyes to how... You know, like I said, people think that they can waste your time just because, like, there's no reason why practice should be starting 45 minutes late. (laughs) That, it's absolutely no reason. Knowing
1: you, I know that really sets you Yes, like, I'm super prompt.
0: (laughs) I'm super punctual. I hate starting stuff late. I hate when people are late. I hate waiting on anybody. I'm hip. So, like... For you to, like, think practice should just start 45 minutes late every day and practice don't even start till 9? Gu- yeah, on. and practice
1: start at 9 o'clock. Come on, that's oh man, wild. Like,
0: and like when I was, like, on my step team, we didn't have none of that. It wasn't really like, no, we starting practice late and we staying late. Nah, we wasn't doing all of that. So, anyway, that's my first biggest blessing in disguise.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Um, another blessing that I say was a blessing in disguise for me Kind of piggybacks off of my first one. My very first real job, and I did some temping while I was sorting things out. My first real job out of college, I ended up getting laid off for because my company wasn't generating enough revenue to justify keeping the number of staff that they had at the salaries that they were paying. So a bunch of people got laid off, myself included. And I say it was kind of a blessing in disguise just because it allowed me to get some experience. That was my first experience in corporate, really. And I had no idea because formerly I hadn't interned anywhere and my only experience working was in the restaurant industry. So I had no idea of what the office culture was like. So having had that experience working in corporate and seeing what the office culture is like and seeing it for the good and for the bad, being able to generally or genuinely develop relationships with people and also at the same time see the cattiness that can... Arise from management and all of the other things, the good and the bad, I definitely think represented a bit of a blessing in disguise. And then getting laid off, I also think was a blessing because when the next opportunity came around, I was better prepared um, mentally to handle all of the things that came with it. So I didn't make the same naive and childish mistakes. And you know, it's something small, but. On casual Fridays, casual Fridays does not mean you come in there with a hoodie and some cargo pants. You know what I mean? And that's something that you may not know until you have gone through a couple of casual Fridays at the office environment. And another thing that I just kind of learned was, and this is a little bit of a darker thing, but and when I say darker, I don't mean color. I mean darker in tone. But you you have coworkers, yes. And you may feel as though you can trust them, yes. But what I also feel like I learned was Despite the fact that they are your coworkers, you should also be very skeptical sometimes of their intentions because right. at the end of the day, would they take food off of their plate, off their table to make sure that you keep food on your plate and nope. on your table? Probably not. Right. So when they ask you certain things, you've got to know how to answer them because you never know who the who may get their hands on that conversation and that was something that in my first job I was very very naive and very loose at the mouth and so if I had an issue I would tell people I've got an issue and then in my second job if I had issues I knew then okay I've got an issue I take this up with management, or I don't say anything about it at all.
0: Exactly, yeah. And so no, that was my
1: second blessing in this discovery.
0: I was going to say, that's definitely true. I've learned that throughout the years where people will take something that you say and they will use it to their benefit. Right. And they, like, like people just asking... Me Like, since I work for the government, people asking me, like, what grade I am and stuff like that. Why do you need to know what grade I am and how much money I make? Yeah. Because you're trying to use that to justify what you getting a promotion or me not getting a promotion or things like that. Like, I've had people use that against me before. Yeah. Where it's like, I, I I get it, but I don't really get it at the same time, you know, because I'm just not catty like that and yeah. petty. And
1: I and, and it's it's a weird situation because the event that I'm referencing came from a conversation I had with a coworker at the time, and I really liked her, and we were really, really cool. She was like the mom of our of our division, and she just said to me um, in the privacy of my office just, hey, I've noticed that you seem to be really, really stressed out with everything, and I know a lot's going on in terms of workload. I just wanted to check up on you and make sure you're okay. And then being, I guess, naive and assuming that, you know, and I don't want to say that She went in and snitched and made it seem like I was fed up or anything. But I imagine, if I I have to be honest with myself, I imagine that what happened was I told her this is my issues. And she went back and told management, hey, Matt's kind of feeling a bit frustrated because this, 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 this. And then rather than management come and say, all right, well, let's work this out. Management was like, all right, well, we need to make cuts anyway. And if he's so irritated and frustrated, then bam, he's out the door.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that happens more times than not. And really, that needs to be a change with the management because like you said, they should come to you to, even if they didn't hear it through you, they should come to you to try to resolve the problems because if you're having a problem, more likely other people are 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 having the same exact problem.
1: But that goes into maturity too because in that situation, I learned that I can't expect that from management. It should go like that. But more often than not, it doesn't. Yeah. And so that situation, like I said, was a blessing in disguise just because it taught me a lot about office culture. And the, it, ta- it showed me the good and the bad side of working in corporate. Yeah, And ultimately, like I said, now um, I recently got a new job. So I'm looking forward to starting Woo-hoo. that and ha- all of the experiences that I've had from my past employers it's made me a lot more seasoned, shall we say. Yeah, and savvy. just Yeah, because, uh, and especially as minorities, a lot of times we come into that game a bit behind the eight ball. Right,
0: right. So
1: what about you? What's your second biggest blessing in disguise? Um,
0: yeah, so my second biggest blessing in disguise, which is probably one of the biggest things that has happened throughout my life, is the fact that my parents are no longer together. Really? Yeah. You're saying really like you didn't
1: know. really, because, okay, a lot of people wouldn't say that to be a blessing in disguise, so I'm interested. Oh, oh, I thought
0: you were saying really like you didn't know. Yeah, I think it is a um, bit one of, it probably is my biggest blessing in disguise. Um, So my parents haven't been together probably since I was like six or seven, something like that. Um, And with the things that come with parents not being together, as many people know, it's just, you know, custody and being able to see both parents and kind of being that, unfortunately, being in the middle. So it's like you don't you don't have to choose, but it's kind of like sometimes your parents force you to choose or you kind of have to grow up a little bit quicker because you're being fed information from both sides of the family that may or may not be true. So at six, seven, eight, nine years old, you have to like determine okay, this person is telling me the truth. This person isn't telling me the truth. Okay, even if this person is telling me the truth about this parent, I'm either going to accept it as face value or I'm not, you know? Right, right. So anyway, I think that that's my biggest blessing in disguise because it really forced me to grow up. Like, I, I, I can't deny the fact that like I'm super independent and I'm super self-sufficient because of that I feel like just in my head in my life in general I don't feel as though I need to rely on anybody because my parents have they haven't been together the majority of my life and watching them split up and all the problems that came with that but then also the issues that are put with me it just made me more independent It made me more self-reliant, and it made me more aware of my surroundings, and it made me aware of the things that people will say to me and that people will try to get me to believe.
1: Right.
0: And honestly, it it opened me up to see people's characters, you know, not my parents specifically, but just other family members and, you know, my parents' friends and things like that. It made me see people's characters so that, when I'm now 23 years old, I can better understand why people move the way they do, or I can better understand, I can better see you and say, oh, he's not somebody that I can trust because this I can, is you, a, you can see through people. Right, a bit I can easier. see, yeah, basically, I can see through people a little bit easier. So even though that was a hard time, and even now it's still hard, I mean, I told you before where it's kind of hard, just now you have to mentally think about the fact that okay, if I want to, like, for example, when I graduated college, all my family is going to be there, you know, both sides of my family. So now I got to think like, okay, do I have to worry about there being any issues? And like, is everyone going to behave? And you know, things like that. I have to think about that. Or like, even, you know, one day when I get married, I I have to think about all the things that are going to come yeah all the logistical stuff that's going to come into it which is like okay i gotta make sure that my mom is happy but also my dad is happy i don't want one parent to think that i love them more than the other parent you know it kind of it is hard for kids to deal with but for me i think because it happened so young it really made me like you know kind of just be strong just be strong within myself now I think if it probably if it would have happened when I was like 15 16 17 it probably would have had a worse impact on me and I probably wouldn't have been ready to deal with that because I lived my whole life sheltered you know in the house with both parents so because it happened so young and because both of my parents instilled great values within me even though they weren't together. They still have similar thought patterns on the way that they wanted to raise me which is good. So because they instilled those things in me I think it made me stronger and in the long run it made me like even when it comes to dating and dealing with different guys it made me like really be open to Um, to to really seeing the issues that people have and the things that people do and don't bring to the table so that I can, like, eliminate those things at face value, up front, or decide if that's something that I want to deal with. And, like, I know, like, even people at my job, when I was at this point in my life where I was kind of, like, dealing, You know, I might have been talking to a guy for a couple of weeks and he was gone. And I know like people on my job or people I knew would be like, dang, shy, you don't even get these guys a chance. And it's like, nah, because I see like I see through people and I just understand people a little bit better. So it's like, nah, I'm not going to like stick around for no guy who's over here playing around, you know, like. I'm I'm secure within myself, and I know myself so well, and I know other people so well without even knowing them that I know whether or not that that's something I want to deal with. So that's just an example, but a lot has come with um, my parents not being together and them splitting at such a young age. So that's my biggest blessing in disguise.
1: I would definitely imagine that that does make you go up really, really quick and it definitely makes you emotionally mature a lot yeah. quicker and as it pertains to the relationships that you develop both romantically and non-romantically i would imagine that it having gone through that it well and knowing you it also makes it easier for you to never lose sight of yourself yeah you know
0: yeah definitely i was i was just thinking about that because with all of that it still forces me to remember that at the end of the day I am who I am and I have to make the decisions that are going to be best for me. And so as much as I love both of my parents to death, them going back and forth between stuff or me being pulled between one parent and the and the other parent, that wasn't the best thing for me. You know, that wasn't necessarily smart on their behalf to have me going through that and so now I don't want to be pulled between both parents I don't really I don't have the time to be pulled between between both parents and I'm not going to allow them to put me in the middle because it's like nah y'all got an issue y'all deal with that between each other and granted they don't have any issues now which is great um and I feel as though if they had to communicate they will probably communicate you know, with no problems. Right. But if they did have an issue, like, I'm like, listen, y'all are grown. Y'all shouldn't be feeding messages between me. You know, y'all should deal with that between each other. So, anyway, yeah, just open my eyes to people and how they will behave and the proper ways that people should behave, but also just open my eyes up to me and what I, you know, understanding myself better.
1: Right, right. But,
0: yeah, so I think we should just wrap it up there. Yeah. Um, thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Let us know if you agree with our biggest blessings in disguise or let us know what some of your blessings in disguise are. Make sure you like, share, comment, subscribe to us on SoundCloud and on iTunes. And this is Sweet 732, the podcast. Make sure you follow us online at Sweet732Pod.
1: And also follow our personal pages at MassMalls3 and
0: at Miss London too. All right, thank you for listening. Yeah, with a yeah. fake niggas show they colors so I ever forget. So they said we too different, man. It is what it is. Cause I dealt with some
2: things I probably never forgive. I just stumbled on it. You hope me you realize you feel. If not the night is cool, enough but we chill. Do I prefer that we build this nightlife, got me tired of the thrills. Too cheap, I come with chasing the mill. Let me know how you feel. I found my escape, them beats gon' play. A backwood honey bird with a 1.8. I need a record for the club. What the DJ say. But I don't sweat it too much. I just go and do my thing. I put on far from thuggin', started with nothing. Gotta flow, short of a discussion. Rabbits be bluffing. All of a sudden, they've tired of the mumbling. Want a nigga give them more of some substance. I swear it feels so good. Remember when it was a dream to me? And now this shit moving. Know what that means to me? That feeling they telling me what it means him Used to didn't notice. Now they say my latest feels so good. Yeah, so good. So so so. They say it's so good. So so good. So so. I swear it feels so. Good.